This is Christy. And I'm Jenna, and this is Badass Moms. Badass. If your kid ain't mud, and you don't know what to do, and your neighbors judge, and your in-law shitty too, pour tequila in your coffee. Don't go run and ask your mommy. And together we'll break it down to find a clue. Ask the badass moms like a badass mom would do. We're here for you. Welcome back to another episode of the Bad Ask Moms podcast. As always, I'm one half of the Bad Ask Moms, Jenna Levine Liu, founder of Six Cool Moms, a national social network for fun moms. And with me, as always, is my beautiful, amazing co-host, Christy Mirabello, founder of Fierce Mama Coaching. How are you, Christy? I am excited to be looking at your glowing face with your on fleek eyebrows. Yes, I'm going to say on fleek like I'm sitting in four years ago. They're kind of getting, they're a little patchy right now as they're healing. Oh, does that But um, you can't tell which is good, but I- Not from here at least. I know. I love them so much. They're so Yours. Um, Yeah, things are good over here in this side of the world. It's a sunny day. Um, there's light at the end of the tunnel, these vaccinations getting approved and rolled out, stab me in the fucking arm and call me happy. Can I tell you something kind of fucked up though? Yes. I would love to hear fucked so up. So I was having a conversation, like a text conversation with some friend, you know, from old school friends yeah. and they were kind of joking about, uh, one of them, their mom actually scheduled them a vaccine appointment. Uh, they lied, like lied though, like he, uh, the mom said that this person was a smoker, even though they weren't, so that they could jump the line. Oh, I wonder if people are, do I mean, I'm sure there are some people doing that. I'm Guys, sure. don't do that. <laughs> I know, well, they were like, well, I, I mean, I know it's kind of messed up, but I'm not gonna like not take the appointment because like they got an appointment. And then I had another friend in the same text being like, oh, what system do you use? I'm gonna like try to sign my husband up. And I was like, that's really, f like it, it kind of ticked me off a little bit because I was like, guys, we're in a national pandemic. There are people who really, really like need that it. are really like, yeah, like husband, you for example, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. And so I was kind of just like, Ugh. it left like a bad taste in my mouth and I like called them out and then nobody responded. So I love when that happens. You and me are similar in that way where we don't always have the nicest filter, no. but that's okay. That's why we love us. We love us. Do you love us? Um, Sometimes I just gotta, you know, speak my truth. Gotta speak the truth. Gotta be our truth, speak our truth, speaking the truth. Our question for me kind of resonates with our truth. Bum, bum, if we want to get deep in it. Um, should I dive in? Yeah, go for it. All right. The question of the hour is how, especially now, do you get your butt in gear and overcome inertia? If I just got the things done, I would be so less stressed. So I guess I'll start with the fact that 
the pressure to get the things done is a little bit of the problem, right? Because we already have this pressure to do so much right now to, I, with the kids at home, a lot of, depending what area you're in and all this stuff happening. And so trying to give yourself a little grace first, like we will get to the inertia part, but giving yourself grace and remembering not everything is super urgent, you know, and not everything is black and white or life or death. Um, so kind of prioritizing that to-do list into, if you could get real life coachy about it, you could do red, yellow, green. No, you don't have to be that OCD about it, but you know, um, top priorities and then priorities if you can get to, and then like low priorities that easily you could like put it onto the next day. Um, and just have them in your mind. If you're not someone to write stuff down, I write everything down. I highly recommend writing stuff down because it does feel good to check off the things you do, you do do, you do do. Um, mm -hmm. Often we focus on what we're not getting done. So that is a good way to see what you have done. And it is important. And this is where I'm going to throw in the how to, during this time, meditation. I picked up really meditating during the pandemic. And it has truly, truly like changed my world. Starting out the day every day, you know, getting centered. And it sounds hokey and woo woo, like I get it, but it actually really does help me start at a, like a higher frequency in my day. So everything doesn't feel as big when it does happen or it doesn't happen, right? Like I don't get to the to-do list. I just feel more calm in general. So those anxious feelings are just lessened. So just overall, either um, exercising, obviously, and we'll get into that because that's part of the inertia, trying to get to exercise, right? So we'll, we'll cover that. But, um, but yes, moving your body, even if it's just starting your day out with like a dance party, which of course I do every day. Um, do you really? Hell yeah. That's what, me and Cora every morning. It's dance party USA up in here. For it how just long? gets you in a good headspace. Um, however we feel, it depends on the day. And then we also have a 15 to 20 minute dance Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and yoga Tuesday, Thursday, because it's so important to move your body. And it is that stagnant energy, right? That lack of inertia is physical energy in your body that it gets stuck. So moving your body, getting up and moving around. If you're at your desk, you're working from home, like a lot of people are right now, setting a timer, right? Set, I'm big on alarms and timers. <laughs> um, setting timers on your phone to get up. Reminder, you know what? Every 20 minutes, just go for a lap around the house, come back, right? It really does give you, it, it moves that energy through your body. I'm big on the like mind, body, spirit connection, if you can tell, because it's a real thing. Um, so speaking of body, Feeling in your body, if there's something you just are dreading, depending if it's like really urgent, like you have to do, give yourself grace around that and be like, you know what, today I'm just not in that mode. There are different days we feel more like doing different things and we can shift our priorities. We can shift what we want to get done, you know, shifting the mindset like, well, I would like to do that, but let's not beat ourselves up if we don't get to it and maybe put it on tomorrow. Um... The other thing, like, so let's say you're talking about like working out or getting a project done around the house. So there is a five second rule that's, that goes around in like my coaching world or whatever. And it's simple and it sounds stupid as shit when you say it out loud, but if you do it, it works. It's just literally like there's no ifs, ands, or buts because the second you have a thought in your mind, it takes five seconds to turn it 
around or to stop it, right? So let's say you're like, I should work out. Right when you say that, count to five and just get up, put your shoes on, whatever, take that action step toward what you're doing. So if you're like, oh, I really want to put the light bulbs up, but I don't want to get that. Before you can even get to the like, I don't want to get the ladder. Just start moving toward either the physical thing or like whatever it is you are trying to get to. That really is a big thing. The count to five, it sounds simple. And guess what? A lot of things are way simpler than we think. So mm -hmm. um, that can help you. For me, something I do with my clients too, and this, you know, gets kind of wooey, but whatever. A lot of successful people do visualization, right? So sometimes I will do, even in my own meditations or with my clients, visualizing what you look like and how you feel after you take that step to do whatever it is that you want to do, right? And that can take you into the mindset of how it feels and it gives you that motivation. Because when you're thinking about it, you're in the blah, I don't want to fucking do anything mode. So if you're sitting there, there's just no motivation. So visualization and thinking, how, how will I feel or look or whatever, you know, it can be shit, put a put a picture of that lady with the abs up on your fridge. You know, that shit can work too, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> As you reach for the donuts. Um, so visualization is something I definitely do with my clients and it seems to work. Is it 100%? No, but we're, we're in a pandemic. Let's go for 80% success rate, right? Um, and then, like I said, meditation, why that works also is just getting to your true self. And when you really are aligned with that true self and you're practicing making that part of every day, you know what is best for you and you are actually really in alignment with that. So you're naturally more motivated to do it. And that's just something that comes with practice. It's hard to put into words for me to you right now in like a short podcast. Um, but that will give you some momentum. So that's kind of like, woo-woo-ish side, but the, the counting to five really is something that's practiced like worldwide. It is a technique. And the more you do it, you know it works. You know that whole thing, like the more proof you have, the more likely you're to do it. So I, I highly recommend that and visualization as like my top two go-tos. What you got, Jenna? So... I'm curious because it was a pretty short question. So overcoming inertia. So by inertia, do you mean, you know, just the monotony of being in a pandemic? Do you mean your daily routine? Do you specifically mean not working out, maybe not cooking, any of those things? What I like to see is overall, like it's been a tough year in terms of inertia because there's not so much you can go out and do these days <laughs> except like going to the grocery store. So I find the kind of things that help me much like Christy is exercise definitely has been a saving grace moving and it boosts my, um, it boosts my energy levels. It makes me happy. I love sweating a little bit. And it also just makes me a generally more productive person. So, and now that the weather's getting a little warmer, I would say try to break up your day, take a walk outside. You don't have to like do like a hit workout or anything. You can go take a half an hour walk, get some fresh air. Uh, if you have a treadmill or if you want to do a tape, you can do some yoga on YouTube. There's so many different ways that you can, you know, get your body moving where it doesn't cost you any, any money, which is always really nice. So that definitely helps. I would say if you're home all the time and you kind of like, like always have the television on or something like that, stop doing it. Stay away from your, your TV. Mm -hmm. uh, set up yourself a little workspace if you are working from home um, so that it's dedicated for you to actually like go and, and work. And make it pretty if you can. Put some flowers yeah. up in that bitch. 
lots of flowers up in that bitch. Yeah. And a hundred percent. I did that for myself because I was working on like every couch I had in my house and my back hurt mm. and it wasn't good. And it's funny. I'm actually on the couch right now, but normally speaking, <laughs> I do work at my desk and I set it up like cute and it cost me like $150 to do my desk setup. It wasn't really that bad. And, um, and I've kind of made my basement, my little work area, but also read a book. Um, read something funny to like take you out of yourself, right? Get your brain working a little bit. Um, drink a lot of water, right? Like, you know, maybe you're dehydrated and you're just kind of feeling like tired and schmiss. So drink your water, do your exercise, read, meditate, a hundred percent meditate. It's really, really good for you. Um, and try to schedule your day so that you're not just doing the same things like schedule time in your day to, uh, leave your house and maybe, go extra long grocery sh- there's not a whole lot to do but like go to the grocery store and hang out no uh but walk like around the lake like you said you know just yeah. walking outside absolutely with that i was forgetting too it is getting nicer out fresh air really does shift shift the body take some deep breaths breath 100%. work is a thing i just got a whole book on breath work y'all like it's a real thing that helps the oxygen get to the brain um and when you said the working out i was gonna ask you like, oh, what helps you? And as I was saying that before you answer, if, if you have a good answer or you're just, some people are just more motivated to do it naturally, but mm-hmm. um, accountability partners also, you guys, I used to have one. Now I like do my own thing and I just don't like waiting on anybody else. I'm impatient as fuck. Um, accountability partners really can help you, especially during this time. Like, okay, everybody at this time, you know, it could be a group thing and you could do, there's, there's all sorts of, what is that Peloton bike, right? Can't you like have people you all go on at the same time that connect, especially if you're an extrovert and you like to connect with people that could totally motivate you. But yeah, for you, Jenna, like, are you just naturally, have you always worked out or is there something that helps you get motivated? Um, I have a lot of energy generally speaking, if I don't have an outlet for that energy, I Christians like get out of my face. Like you're too, (laughs) you're too much. Cause I, I I have to let it out. So I've always been the type of person that's I've walked a lot. So I've taken walks every day. Um, in my older, my older years, my thirties, I got more into doing more unique workouts, I would say, or, or more involved. So like, you know, I do aerial yoga right now. Um, on the days I'm not doing aerial yoga, I just do like, uh, my treadmill and and some weight training and stuff like that. So yeah, I've always been a person that works out, but to get motivated, because there are some days where I wake up and I'm like, fuck, I don't want to do this. Or that moment when you're exercising, when you realize you have to do this every day for the rest of your life. And it's sad. (laughs) Well, that's why you can switch it up, you know? but I just do it. So I yeah. tell myself, you're going to feel better. And I always do. So I just do it. And again, a half an hour walk outside or on the treadmill, it really does bring up your energy and it's, it's not taking too much time out of your, your day and you're going to be happier for it. So just tell yourself that if you, if you're looking to be, get your tushy and gear and you want to overcome that inertia, you got to f- push through it a little bit or treat yourself at the end be like, well, I just took this walk. So I'm going to have this cup, my third cup of coffee. Yeah, that's true. Bribery with yourself. And the other Mm -hmm. thing, when you said the half hour thing, I forgot to mention the time. Like you can say, all right, I'm not, you don't have to say, I'm going to work out for an hour every day. I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, but Mm -hmm. say, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to do 10 minutes. And usually like for me, when I start dancing, like I get in the zone and it'll go longer than I even plan. Right. So it's like just starting it gives you that momentum and in the headspace, 
So just take like a little bite off. It might just be 10 minutes, but it's better than nothing. So the whole time thing, go out for a five minute walk, right? You may end up smelling a rose for 10 minutes. Um, no, but there's, they're setting up like a, a smaller chunk of time can help motivate you if it doesn't, because if it feels so big and you're in this slump in the pandemic, everything feels bigger and harder, right? It's like, you know, I'm just going to do this, even with cleaning. Oh, this is one, inertia, because I, I can say this is one of my struggles. More than working out is finding the motivation to clean. Like, I love organizing, but I do not love scrubbing a bathroom. Like, I, mm -mm. So it's like taking that into chunks. I did a whole series on my YouTube of taking 15-minute chunks and decluttering, and it was like one of my top, like, top videos that were watched. Um, the declutter series. So taking 15 minutes a day to clean or to declutter, if you have a lot of shit going on that's cluttering up your life, it's making you, you know, feel anxious. Just every, and I, I really am big on routine because if you set that alarm and every day at 1.15, you know, you're going to declutter, you're going to clean one part of the bathroom, you know, like doing these chunks really can help. So there's that. And like Jenna said about the working out, there's something for everyone out there. Do something that lights you up. There's so much online now on YouTube, whether it's, they have the like higher impact stuff, dance, yoga, you know, go for a walk, go for a run. There's just so much out there. So find something that fits you. Like we're not, we're not meant to be in a box. So what will light you up? What's your hell yes, bitches. All right. I love it. I love yeah. it. All right. All right. So hope that helps. Um, if there's any more specific questions, bring them to us. We're ready to answer some more. If you have a specific thing that you need help to overcome the inertia with, because I don't know if we've really answered it fully specific to what you're talking about or it's general, but um, anybody else or the person who submitted this question, feel free to get more specific. And now, do do do. Jenna's going to talk about some historical shit loves, that she loves to talk about. Yeah, me loving the historical stuff. You love the history shit. I love it. Well, today is the beginning of Women's History Month. When we're recording this, it's it's Monday evening. So for those of you who don't know, I just want to talk a little bit about the history of Women's History Month. So most of you know what this is, right? Because it's pretty self-explanatory. But Women's History Month is an, is an annual declared month that highlights the contributions of women to events in history and contemporary society. It's celebrated during March in the United States, the United Kingdom, and Australia, corresponding with International Women's Day on March 8th. It's celebrated during October in Canada, corresponding with the celebration of Persons Day, which is October 18th. The commemoration began actually in 1978 as Women's History Week in Sonoma County, California, and was championed by Gerda Lerner and the National Women's History Alliance to be recognized as a national week and then month in the United States. 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 <laughs> Good old you, States. Internationally thereafter. So when did it actually start? In 1987, after being petitioned by the National Women's History Project, Congress passed a uh, 
uh, a law which designated the month of March 1987 as Women's History Month. Between 1988 and 94, Congress passed additional resolutions requesting and authorizing the president to proclaim March of the year as Women's History Month. So since 1988, the U.S. presidents have issued annual proclamations designating the month of March as Women's History Month. So I guess it constantly has to be reproclamized. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. There's also annual themes of Women's History Month. So was one of the themes in the last four years grab her by the pussy or? No, no, that was uh, probably from the early 80s. No, uh, last year's uh, 2020 was the Valiant Women of the Vote. 2021 is Valiant Women of the Vote refusing to be silenced. Mm. So it's like a little play on um, last year, just adding to it, which is really cool. Um, some other fun ones that have happened in the past, weaving the stories of women's lives, working to form a more perfect union, honoring women in public service and government, and honoring trailblazing women in labor and business. Mm, so that's all super, that's super cool. fun. I love that. Uh, since 2005, the annual celebration of Women's History Month in Australia has centered on a different area of women's achievement. Promotional materials and events are focused around the theme and organizations, institutions, and community groups that are encouraged to use this theme for their own events. That's in Australia, but uh, the U.S. has been doing it since specifically 1987. In 87, the first theme was Generations of Courage, Compassion, and Conviction, which is really fun. So what does Women's History Month mean to you, Christy? I don't really know what to say about women, but I like big butts and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't, can't lie. lie. You when other brothers can't deny. And when a girl walks in with the itty bitty waist round thing in this your is, face, you get sprung. We're doing like the row, row, row your boat version where I started first and then you jumped in. Um, that's, that's what I feel about women. Whisk got some fine asses. Do you want some more interesting factoids? Bring them. Cool. So state departments and education also began encouraging celebrations of Women's History Month as a way to promote equality among the sexes in the classroom. Maryland, Pennsylvania, Alaska, New York, and Oregon, and other states developed and distributed curriculum materials in all of their public schools, which prompted educational events such as essay contests. Within a few years, thousands of schools and communities began to celebrate Women's History Month. They plan engaging and stimulating programs about women's roles in history and society with support and encouragement from governors, city councils, school boards, and the U.S. Congress. And this mm -hmm. is kind of neat. In March of 2011, the Obama administration released a report, Women in America, Indicators of Social and Economic Well-Being, showing women's status in the United States in 2011 and how it has changed over time. This report was actually the first comprehensive federal report on women since the report produced by the Commission on the Status of Women in 1963. So wow. it definitely needed a little bit of an update. Yeah, that's good. Nice. President's Commission on the Celebration of Women in History in America recently sponsored hearings in many parts of the country. The Women's Progress Commission will soon conduct hearings to promote interest in preserving areas that are relevant in American women's history. Some of the groups promoting this interest are state historical societies, women's organizations, and groups such as the Girl Scouts of the USA. And the only thing I know about the Girl Scouts is their cookies are delicious. They are. You know, I, I was a Girl Scout. In my, were you a Girl Scout? No? Nah. Yeah. I was a Boy Scout and a Girl Scout. I don't remember if I've talked about that. It was very No, exciting. that's cool. Yes. I was an honorary Boy Scout. There were no others in like our whole, I don't know if that was a thing or what, but it was, it was a pretty cool experience to do both. 
Um, and I'm glad they're kind of integrating. I know there's a lot of controversy around it, but I think it's cool to be able to, you know, see because there's different things they do. So I thought it was really cool to experience both. And also, this is kind of neat. So Gerda Lerner, um, the person who was actually one of the main reasons Women's History Month yes. exists. She's good old Gerda. Yeah, good old Gerda. She's actually fascinating. She died at, at age 92 in 2013. She's an Austrian-born or was an Austrian-born American historian and women's history author. So in addition to her numerous publications, she wrote poetry, fiction, theater pieces, screenplays, and autobiographies. She was one of the founders of the academic field of women's history. In 1963, while still an undergraduate at New School for Social Research, she taught Great Women in American History, which is considered to be the first regular college course on women's history offered anywhere. Wow. So it was interesting to me, we have all these national months that exist, but we don't really talk about the people behind them and how they actually came to be. So it's awesome that Gerda, 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 R.I.P. Um, but it, it's really cool to actually hear the history behind these things and to know that actually presidents uh, need to keep proclaiming that it's yeah, a that's national really interesting a national month. It is it is interesting. I didn't I didn't know that. You'd be a real bad president to have yeah, right? be like, like mm. you you can't skip that one. Women's <laughs> history, bleh. Nah, yeah. Well, because I did this that there's no moms in the news this week. That is news enough. The whole month is dead. Oh, I dropped my camera. Jenna's fallen off. I don't know where my friend has gone, but we love her and we- Hi. Oh, good. She made it back. Jenna, I can't wait to do some of this shit in person. I think it's going to be hilarious. There, well, I, I don't know. Maybe I need a screen between us because she's currently licking it and I don't really want her licking my face. <laughs> what? Well, you don't want it. Yeah. But anyways, we hope you enjoyed this, this information <laughs> as much as, you know, we enjoyed reading about it. And since this entire month is Women's History Month, go and, you know, celebrate some women's history. Yeah. Be a woman. Yeah. Go be a woman. Like, what are things that we can do now? We can vote. Well, there's nothing to vote on right now, but um, vote. can be amazing and do amazing things and be strong AF. We can get, uh, what is it? 73 cents or something to the dollar for what men make yeah so go get fun. your smaller amount of money <laughs> uh-huh yeah indeed indeed all right that's terrible nope but it's a good month let's celebrate it uh, on the six cool moms page i'll be highlighting some amazing women and historical events in women's history which is always exciting for me as a woman and a, a mother to celebrate strong women female leaders um yeah. so thanks and i think this is it for us right Adios, amiga. If you couldn't hear what Jenna said, she said, peace, bitches. All right, y'all. We will see you in the next one, you know, the next podcast. And maybe in between. If you're not following Six Cool Moms and all our shit, come follow it. I'm going to give you a little information about it now. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, write us at badaskwithakmoms at gmail.com. You can find the lovely Jenna on Instagram at Noshing the Suburbs and Six Cool Moms with Two X's on Facebook. Find me, Christy, on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Fierce Mama Christy or Fierce Mama Coaching. Feel free to share our podcast and give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts if you like what you hear. Don't forget to keep being your badass self.